Thank you so much for being here on the next episode. Learn, grow, do, repeat with Jamie Tatino. Look, I created this podcast to be able to give back, connect with like-minded people, people like you, people like me, who are out there chasing those goals, chasing those dreams and turning them into a reality. Be sure to like, comment and share at the end of the episode. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Again, thank you for being here. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, and welcome to the next episode, Learn, Grow, Do, Repeat with Jamie Tatino. Now, today I'm joined by a very special guest, a good friend of mine, and someone I said, hey, I'd love to have you on the show. Uh, and he said, absolutely, we made a time, and here we are. So we have one of Melbourne's, if not Australia's leading personal trainers and strength coaches. He's got a large online following, and he's also the host of the top-ranked fitness and lifestyle podcast. He's worked with professional Olympic athletes, celebrities, fitness models, social media identities, pretty much anyone and everyone wanting to achieve their health and fitness goals. He's also the head trainer of the Keeper Cleaner app founded by Steph Miller and Laura Henshaw. He's personally also played international basketball uh, and has recently got in the boxing ring as well. Uh, and he's a competitor, competed at a national and international level as a physique competitor. We have the incredible Danny Kennedy. Welcome, buddy, to the show. Hey, mate. Thanks for having me on. Um, absolute pleasure. When you, pleasure. When you reached out and asked me to come on the show, I was, um, I was real... Pumped to come on and um, obviously that, just, just reading your book recently as well, which um, which was really inspiring for me, something that, awesome. that I would I would love to do at some point as well. So I'm keen to have awesome. a chat, man. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, again, thanks for the time. I really appreciate it. Uh, we have something on the show. It's called Rapid Fire. So there's about 15 questions. I haven't pre-framed you about this at all. Quick yep. questions, quick answers. Uh, are you ready? I'm ready, man. Let's do it. Favorite song right now. Favorite song right now? Well, I've got my phone here with me, <laughs> and there's two. I can't really narrow it down to one for you. All right, we'll take two. Is, that, is that music? Like I, I spend eighty percent of my day listening to music, and <laughs> so two favorite songs: "Cafeteria" by Chase B and Gunner, and then "Paid Off" by Russ. They're two of my favorites right now. You got it live, guys. It's on the phone, giving it to you live. I love it. Favorite song to get pumped up to? Favorite song to get pumped up to. Good question. Probably sicko mode. Yeah. Drake. One. Yeah. What about favorite movie? Favorite movie. It's a good question. I don't know. I watch a lot of movies, but it used to be. Yeah, I actually don't even know to be honest. But it used to be. Um, it used to be Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Brad Pitt and Angelina mm. Jolie. Or yeah, yeah, nice, nice, nice. Favorite book. Obviously, be great, but outside of that, um, <laughs> there's two again. I can't narrow it down. There's two: uh, the 10x rule by Grant Cardone, and yeah, um, and the monk who sold his Ferrari by Robin Sharma. Robin Sharma, nice one, nice. Favorite color, blue. Go-to meal: steak and sweet potato fries. I like it. Favorite TV show: Power. Yes, fuck yeah. That time, every time I ask that, no one ever says power. Fuck, so I don't know how, how you couldn't. It's like the best, Mate. With hands down, without a doubt, the best show. That's another whole episode right there talking about power. 100%. Totally. Um, your biggest celebrity and slash sporting idol growing up? Um, it'd have to be Michael Jordan. He's. I've got a poster of him like right next to me right now, I guess. But yeah, it'd have to be MJ. MJ, for sure. All right. One thing you hate or dislike, can't say coriander. Fuck man, <laughs> that's bullshit. It's it's obviously coriander. 
Um, outside of coriander, <laughs> because that is the obvious answer. That's great. It's great that <laughs> you wrote it down. That it can't be coriander. One thing I hate. Or dislike. Mushrooms. Hate's a strong word. The actual mushrooms. mushrooms. Well, yeah, the actual food, mushrooms. So you don't eat it at all? No, I, I have mushroom extracts. Like I use that as like a nootropic type of thing, yeah, but um, yeah. the food itself, like I can't stand it. And I don't, I don't even know why. It doesn't even taste bad. I just can't, <laughs> can't have it. If I see it there, it's, I'm not eating it. Game over. Yeah. Uh, funniest or craziest thing you've done? Craziest thing I've done is push a sled for 24 hours in a gym twice. It's probably crazy that I did it a second time. Totally. Um, <laughs> funniest thing. Yeah. I don't know. Funniest thing. I ran a marathon last week with no with no training. So I guess that could come into it as well. That's both. Either together. of those are that funny, but that was both pretty crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, are you a book or audio book person? Audio book. I fall Summer. asleep reading. I can't. I fall asleep. Oh, Weird. It doesn't matter what time of the day is. I could have just got out of bed and had a coffee, and I'll hands down fall asleep within just, like yeah. one chapter. Yeah, I love it. Okay, okay. Summer or winter? Summer for sure. What's something that you haven't done yet that you really want to do though? Haven't done, but really want to do. Um, no, man. There's so much. There's so much, but probably going in theme with what we can't do this year in as in travel. I would love to, I'd love to go to Italy. Nice. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Sum up your mindset in one word. Unbreakable. Proudest moment personally and in proudest moment professionally. Proudest moment personally. Probably stepping on like to be honest, probably it'd have to be like maybe probably the 24 hours said push first mm. because it was it was for such a good cause. Yeah. But like just stepping out of my comfort zone and something that made me feel like just that I really did myself a service was stepping on stage to do a physique competition for the first yeah. time because it was so far left of the field totally. to what I'd ever done and what anyone yeah. else around me was doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then professionally, proudest moment. Um, I don't know. There's it. <laughs> I really, I really don't know. Something that that's that kind of stood out this year in particular was was um it was being an ambassador for the Ovarian Cancer Foundation or Ovarian Ovarian Cancer Australia, um yeah. and and helping just raise money for a really good awesome. cause, which is which was aligned with because of the fact that I put out content with work. So I guess you could say that's yeah, professional. Good. Yeah, definitely works out. Definitely not. Good call. Good call. Uh, tell us something, Danny, that no one knows about you. Something that nobody knows about me. <laughs> Man, oh, it's tough, man. I'm telling you, this tough. I like it. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Um, someone that nobody knows about me. Oh man, like, I don't know. I love F ones. Oh, there's nothing. I can't exactly say that that's that exciting or that anyone yeah. would know that. But yeah, I, I wouldn't have picked that. I'm a big F one fan as well. All right, all right. Your greatest yeah. failure that ended up being your best lesson. My greatest failure was finishing my basketball career um, at its peak in 2013 which led me down the path of exactly what i'm doing right now yeah did you just give it up or like i had an ankle it? reconstruction oh yeah and um and that put me out for a solid kind of 10 months but in that time period um i, I had every intention of coming back obviously um yeah. but i just kind of like went down a different path and and figured out there's a lot more to life than what i was totally. doing and and 
and kind of like realized that I wasn't exactly following my passion. It was more so something that, it, don't get me wrong, it was my passion, but I'd done it for so long and built it up so much in my head that I thought that that was the only thing I wanted to do when it actually yeah, wasn't. Correct. I just kind of totally. made myself think and I kind of wrapped my identity around that yeah, and that was it. Yeah. How, long, how, how old were you when you started playing basketball though? Probably year one. I don't know how yeah. old you are when you're in year one, but yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. so you played for such a long time. Same yeah. with me with footy. You get all the yeah. way there and you have a few injuries and it's like, I don't know anything else. Yeah, um, like I said, I think I, I really wrapped my identity around, my identity around the fact that I wanted to do that. Yeah, and I was like, I was very, I was almost really closed-minded to be honest, because I didn't take any other thought process as to what totally. else I would do outside of basketball because that's all I was doing mentally. That didn't I was playing basketball. Yeah, I was playing yeah. basketball. That was yeah. no matter what. I didn't care about anything else. Yeah. Like I was playing basketball, and that's it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, good. Okay, okay. What was ten-year-old Danny like? Ten-year-old Danny was. What year are you in when you're 10? Maybe Probably like year early. five or six. Yeah. Um, a little bit chubby. Uh, cared a lot about what other people thought. Um, not really, not confident. Yeah, like not very confident at all. I, was, I guess you could say I was lost. Like I was, um, I was, I didn't really, yeah. When I look back on it, to be honest, like, my whole schooling time up until about year 11 or 12, 10, 11 and 12, I didn't really like it at all. Like I hated it. I dreaded it, to be honest. Um, just wasn't, just did a lot of stuff to please other people, tried to yeah. fit in, um, yep. wasn't very confident in my own, in myself. And, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, so 10 year old. Yeah. I like it. Thanks for being open and honest. This is good. I Pleasure. like it. I like it. Uh, three questions to go. Awesome. You can choose to have lunch with any one person in the world. You got a two-hour time limit. Who would it be, and where would you eat? <laughs> well, aside from my beautiful girlfriend, because just of in course. case she listens, <laughs> um, I would eat with. I honestly think at, at the moment, like right now, it'd have to be. I would love to sit down with like Robin Sharma, to be honest. 100%. He's someone, there's, there's, there's a bunch of like, look, let's be honest, there's about 10 to 20 people that I could easily say yes to all of them. But um, Robin Sharma, I would love to sit down with him. Um, and, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Nobu, so I guess I could say yeah. Nobu, but it really <laughs> wouldn't matter too much as long as it was like a nice environment. And um, Correct. In yeah. his company. It'd yep. be awesome, awesome, awesome. Second last question. What's one trait, would you say, skill, quality, value, belief, uh, that you see consistent around the closest people that you have in your circle, but the one that's the most important to you? Consistency. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Last question. Yep. Easy one. Your favorite superhero. Superhero. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is not that easy for me. I, that type of stuff, like, that didn't really interest me that much, like, at all um, growing up, but superhero fuck man i don't know i'm just gonna go with superman i guess i don't know yeah we'll roll with that i got the all easiest that question it was the one i found the hardest oh, on the last one as well i love it. well that's <laughs> rapid fire good job uh we made it through hey let me ask you this what's one thing would you say that you've learned about yourself during covid though during this last six months especially obviously here in melbourne yeah. as well last six months what's one thing you've learned about yourself I've learned that, and this is something I was aware of for a long time, but probably just didn't, obviously didn't put enough attention to, is that I was 
Uh, I don't manage my time well enough and I spend a lot of time being busy for the sake of being busy. Well, not, not busy for the sake of being busy. I feel like I'm very productive all the time, but I feel like I could be a lot more productive. I will be a lot more productive now that I've kind of looked, I've like kind of broken down how my days look mm-hmm. before and how yeah. much more productive and how much higher quality work I can do if I break yeah, it down good. a lot differently. Yeah. yeah, good. I guess the fact of slowing down in a way because we almost had to yep. allowed you to really stop and say, cool, how am I spending my day? Yeah. And I think because because I've, you know, I'm sure we'll touch on it at some point today, but like, because I do a lot like in person and online, like yeah. I, I do yeah. a lot online, but I also do a lot in person is that yeah. it, I get pulled in both directions a lot of the yeah. time. So it's hard to give 100% quality in both when you're quickly doing one thing and going back to the other. So yeah. yeah. I would really like to look at managing my time a lot better in terms awesome. of blocking out things. Yeah, good. good. Um, well, in a way, on, yeah. on on that, like, where did the whole journey begin? Like, you know, you mentioned you had the the ankle yeah. injury, basketball. How did you sort of transition into health and fitness and this whole world that you have now? Well, it was about 16, 15 or sixteen. Uh, one of my basketball coaches said that I need to get into the gym just to put on some strength and size. I was so skinny, like just ridiculous. I was. Growing up, like my, one of my greatest strengths I find throughout like everything I've done has always been my work ethic. Mm. Um, I try and just do just work as hard as I possibly can and work harder than anybody else. So with sport, you know, I was playing football and basketball. Uh, aerobically, I was naturally pretty good at, at um, aerobic fitness, so running yeah. and stuff, but I would just do a shitload of it. I would train and train and train. Outside of training with the team, I would train on my own. I would yeah. do extra runs. I would run like my work ethic was really good. I was really fit, but I just had no muscle. I just didn't do any strength training. So I got in the gym. Initially, I really hated it, to be honest, because it was different to cardio. I was having mm-hmm. to actually slow down and not just have my heart rate up the whole time and not finish the session feeling like I am absolutely wrecked. And it was Correct. just a different yeah. feeling. Yeah, Didn't like it. And then, um, you know, which, you know, I think a lot of people find the same thing. I have a similar experience after the first month or two when I started to see results physically Mentally, I started to increase confidence and self-esteem mm. and started to feel really good and found a different challenge than the aerobic side of things. I loved it, fell in love with it, was obsessed, which like a lot of things I do, it's like, it's quite obsessive, quite obsessive. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, I fell in love with it. Um, trying to learn as much as I possibly could about training, nutrition, anything to do with the gym, like it, whether it be YouTube, magazines, expos, whatever, yeah. asking yeah. people, I'll just obsess about it. Um, and then this went this like it's just, it's still the same today but this went on um all the way up until i finished school in year 12 i did my personal trainers qualification separate to school i just did it via correspondence yeah over the 12 yeah. months when i had time yeah and like i said before i didn't really have any intentions of becoming a pt because i was going to be playing basketball. basketball yeah um but i i did this just in case you know i wanted to train friends Sunday oh, yeah. or whatever and just yeah, as yeah, a side yeah. side hustle type thing yeah. Yeah. um to make sure I was qualified <laughs> side hustle I love it <laughs> yeah and then uh and then I moved to Melbourne for basketball full-time for two years and then um was still obsessed like and well you know like at the time I knew it but then like when I think about it now like I fucking loved going to the gym way more than I love playing basketball like the fitness side wow. of of sport was always my favorite even when I was playing footy I love footy. I did, I literally just chosen to play footy over basketball the day before I got called to move here for basketball. So with footy, like preseason was like my favorite time of the year. Like so, I loved it. Um, <laughs> so fitness was always so important to me. And then when I was right. here for basketball, I actually started to build my knowledge properly because the first few years was just like 
surface level. A lot of the myths, yeah. a lot of the bullshit. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. sifted through all of that, tried all of it, yeah. trial and error. And it wasn't until I was here in Melbourne that I started learning off reputable sources and evidence-based training and nutrition principles and, and started applying that to my own training and nutrition and started seeing results. Um, so then by the time I, I wrapped up my basketball in that process, I'd been doing some gym floor shifts um, just for some money, really just like once or twice a week, literally that's yep. all I was doing. Yeah. Um, not training anyone, just writing up people's programs and just walking around the gym, to be honest, trying to look busy. <laughs> and, um, and you know, when I moved to Melbourne, like I was the same height that I am now and I was about 25 kilos less. And keep in mind at this point, I'd already been training wow. for three, four years. So I thought I was jacked. Like I thought I knew what was going on. <laughs> um, but it wasn't, yeah, yeah. like I said, it wasn't until I was here that I learned the principles that I actually needed to learn, which I've now you know, used for so many years, um, that started seeing results. So yeah, wrapped up basketball. What, when I was doing my rehab for my ankle, I started training people full time and then straight away just realized that that was it. That's what I wanted to do. I was really passionate about it. I loved helping other people and saw it as something long-term that was a lot more likely for me to build up as a business and as a career. And, um, yeah, just haven't looked back since then. And, um, it it all just kind of like just Float on really well, yeah. Yeah, awesome, awesome. I, I guess on, on on that, like, it's funny because in a way, like, you never thought you'd ever you was going to be a side hustle. You said, you know, yep. doing PT and just helping mates here and there, but you already had like that. I don't know if it was instilled, but you already had that love for it even before you knew what a PT was or what yeah. PT was. Uh, yeah, for it's sure. Funny how net, like you, you would run all the time and do the training because you actually loved it. Yeah, and yeah. Now you almost in a way get to pass it all on. Uh, and exactly still have that love for it and that's what i find is so enjoyable now for me is that like it's so great when i have a potential client come to me or you know online or in person and they're telling me their problems and i can kind of sit back and a, a lot of the time and go and think to myself like i know exactly how you feel Connect. i know where you're coming from because i've done i've done all the yeah. wrong yeah. i've done everything fucking wrong <laughs> they can do so yeah. Yeah. i get yeah. it and um and then to be able to see that shift in mindset that shift in physiologically as well like when yeah. they start to see results like i get enjoyment out of that now so Absolutely. obviously i i love to push myself physically i love to achieve things myself physically but now my passion my real passion is is helping others feel what i felt are you looking for that next book maybe something to help you take control and remove those barriers to ultimately see you achieve what you were destined for be great a book i wrote that dives deep into building the self-belief and mindset and also touches on the six key elements to achieving greatness it's easy to consume and to take action on get your signed copy today at www.begreatthebook.com. Enjoy. From there, how did you go on to then go and build the online following? Because the, the question for me is, is like, and you probably know this, is, is I wouldn't even know how many PTs there are in Australia. Yeah. Probably some ridiculous number. Why does some only really go down the path and, and make it a, a really successful career? Like, why does some, like, how, how did you build the online community yeah. that you have? But then why does some make it? Yeah, well, it comes back to the answer. Yeah, it does. It does. It comes back to the answer I gave you before, like consistency. Yeah. So I started a fitness Instagram page. And keep in mind, like my, I'm very grateful for the fact that I have like a good following now, but it's not even close to where I would like it to be and where I feel as though it should be, like where I feel as though it deserves to be with the consistency I put in. Agreed. But I feel like I'll get there. It's just, but I've got to keep doing what I've always done. But I started my Instagram page for fitness, like, um, when at the end of 2013, so just before I started PTing and 
I, I, I'd be confident in saying that I've posted on Instagram every single day since then. And with the aim of, you know, obviously every now and then I'll post something that has no relevance. It'll be just me wanting to post something. I think everyone's fucking ego gets the better of them at some point. And <laughs> even if it's Agreed. not ego, it's just something that just fucking is what it is. But yeah. majority of the time, 90% of the time, I would say, the content that I post, the aim is is for it to be um, like valuable, like shareable and like relatable and actually usable. Like, like I've used way too many words there, but it's <laughs> relatable, re- yeah, relatable, actionable and valuable yeah. they're like the the three things that i try and get out of every piece of content so i want at least one person to see that piece of content and take something away from it and yeah, gain good. value yeah. if i can do that i've done my job i don't care how yeah. many followers i've got i can that's fine with me so yeah yeah in terms cool. of growing the online stuff um initially i was just posting content just for myself like i loved following people who were posting it and i wanted to do something similar and try and motivate other people and then I started posting my own results and, and people that I'd known for ages start reaching out going like, hey, like they, they, they saw the difference in my physique going like, yeah. what have you been doing? We'd love some help. Yeah. So I started giving, you know, friends and, and stuff like some training, training plans, helping them with their nutrition. And then you started getting more and more asks. So I was like, all right, I might just start charging a really small fee. <laughs> start yeah, yeah, charging yeah. a small fee and then start thinking to myself, all right, there's not really that many people doing this yet um pt is the most inconsistent job in the world even if you are a very good pt it's very fucking hard to have any consistency in the end of the day people choose to come and see you and if if they get sick if they're away if they cut costs like most likely you're going to be the first one that cops it so i wanted to have another another avenue or another stream of income so i started building my online business and that started to grow quite quickly um, which was fantastic still with like a pretty very small following really. And, you know, the first, I would say first three to four years of me trying to grow my social media following. And I was doing everything, everything I could. It was fuck all. Like it was not growing that much at all. Um, in that process, I started a, a podcast. Um, at that point there was really no fitness podcast in Australia. I started the podcast. Um, there was literally, literally one day I was listening to maybe Grant Cardone and he was talking about taking action straight away. Yeah. Yeah. That day I went and bought a mic, came <laughs> up with the name of the podcast, signed up to a platform online and had my first episode like submitted to iTunes by that night. And wow. since then have posted at least one episode every single week. So I'm up to 250 episodes on my podcast oh, yeah. at the moment. Haven't like haven't missed. I haven't missed a week since I started. And even that, the first 12 to 18 months, like I think the numbers grew from, you know, obviously zero up to around 500 downloads per episode over the span of 12 months. And it stayed at that for ages. And I was like, I was getting good, really good guests on the show. I thought I was giving my best content every single week. It was like, it was hard to find the time to do it some weeks. And I'm looking at these numbers going, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I was like, I I was just like, you know, if I can, if I'm consistent and I'm putting out good content, someone will find it eventually and it'll, it'll take off. It'll, it'll go well. And even if it doesn't, as long as someone gets something out of it each week, then we're good. And, you know, now like getting up to, you know, 20,000 plus downloads per week on the show. And that, that, that literally, it didn't just happen overnight, but there was, like I said, there was such a long period of time where it was at 500 consistent, yeah, consistently yeah, yeah. 500. And it was, you know, yeah. if I had to stop then, then, you know, you don't get any of any, it would have best. always been 500. It would have always been 500. It'd be zero yeah. now. Yeah. So consistency with that consistency with posting online consistency with 
getting my clients results. Cause I think that's something that everyone forgets now is that like everybody puts so <laughs> much of a focus on marketing yeah, and I do too, that all business owners now like have so much of a focus on marketing and building a following and stuff. But in the end of the day, they're forgetting that you're here to provide a fucking service. Product or service. You can market as well as you want, but if you're a shit trainer, you're a shit trainer. Yeah. So and if your product I, or service isn't doing what it says it's going to do on the tin, yeah, who's going to buy it? Exactly. So I, I put a lot of effort and time into learning as much as I can, you know, reading yeah. research papers every month, trial and error on myself, um, yeah. going to seminars, investing in in my education around training yeah. and investing in development personal development and growing physically yeah. and mentally yeah. and stuff and good consistency over a long period of time and i think that's going back to the actual question you asked how i've grown the following it's consistency it's mm. it is definitely the fact that i've been able to work with some higher profile people as well which obviously helps in any any case yeah. um yeah. and then to answer the other part of the question why some trainers do and just don't make it is that most of them just aren't all in. Most of them see mm-hmm. personal training as I saw it at the start, like an easy gig, something that can just Couple be a dollars. side hustle, yeah. make a bit of extra cash, but it's not. It's fucking hard. There's shit hours. It's inconsistent. If you don't love it, you're not going to enjoy it. If you yeah. don't if you don't set your business up properly, you're going to spend a lot of time with time wasters and energy wasters, and it's, it's hard. So I, I was lucky to have some good mentors. I was lucky to... Um, meet some really good people along the way. And I just think the main thing is that I knew that I wanted to do it. I was actually passionate yeah. about it. And my passion for it today is even more than what it was when I started. Totally. Um, things have gotten smart. I've, I've, I've made all the mistakes. There's still plenty more that I will make. Awesome. But I've been able to adapt and and the consistency is there. Like I even now, even now, like there's weeks where um, even though the numbers are way different, but I look at my social media stuff or I look at my podcast and I'm just like, fuck. I'm giving out such good content consistently. And, yeah. you know, there'll be periods where it just plateaus. And I'm just thinking yeah. to myself, you know, fuck, what, am I wasting my time? I'm wasting my time. But it's it's not. You just got to keep thinking about the Correct. longer the longer process. The long, game. the long game. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and, and it will happen. 100%. Consistency is just so underrated, I think. And everyone expects shit to happen overnight. And well, it's, it's, a really long, it's a really long answer to your question. But, like, even now, like, I'll get trainers and stuff asking me going, hey, how do I grow a social media following? How do I grow my podcast? Blah, 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 blah. And they've literally started their page like last week. I'm like, fuck, Ben. Post every You've got single day. you got seven years to go, bro. you got post seven years to go. every single day yeah. now for the next yeah. seven years. Yeah. And come yeah. back and let me know yeah. like where you're at. Like it's not going to happen overnight. And if and, that's and, your and mindset, that's, then you are yeah. constantly going to be disappointed. You're constantly going to be reaching for the mm-hmm. next shiny object. You're constantly going to be doing taking the easy sell and it, it's going to show. So, yeah. And again, like you said, when it does get tough, like it, even even though you've done an incredible job, it still gets tough. Yeah. If, yeah. if you haven't put in that time and effort, if you haven't got the commitment, haven't got the love for it, when it does get tough, you'll fold. Yeah, without a and doubt. Then, without a doubt. And it's so hard. The toughness it's, is going to happen. It's yeah. going to happen. Like it doesn't matter who you are, you're going to get it. Yeah, like I said to you before, I'm nowhere near where I'd like to be. Yeah. But I am yeah. very grateful and very, you know, self-aware enough to see the mm. progress I've made. And okay. when I look at and the other problem is where, you know, people do see, see a little bit of success and all of a sudden they stop doing what got yeah. them there. Yeah. So I know that I've got to the point where I am because I've done something every single day, every single week. Correct. Correct. Or since 2014, whatever, yeah. whenever year yeah. it was. So yeah, yeah, for me yeah. to get to that next yeah. level, I've got a, you know, someone, like I said before, Grant Cardone, someone that I really take a lot of value from. So I've got to look at the effort I'm putting in now and I'm like, all right, well, this is what effort I've put in to get to here. I need to do more. I need Correct. to... Uh, 
amplify in this. Areas. Like, yeah. where do I need to be better? What yeah. can I do more? Yeah. How much more value can I give? What type of extra value can I give? Exactly. And, you know, I start to make a bit more money. So now, yeah. um, you know, I invest more money into myself, invest Correct. more money into um, delegating stuff to to other people. And yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, good man. Good. One, one thing I love most importantly as well is that you actually like walk the walk. Like you, you don't just say, hey, go and do this because I've read it somewhere. Yeah. It's like, like you said, you've tried it yourself. You used to play, you know, professional basketball. You, you've competed. You played footy. You even got yourself in shape to get in the boxing ring. Yeah. You, you know, you did the sled push. You ran a marathon last week. So, like, you're someone who's actually living mm. what it is that you're at the same time preaching as well. Yeah, I want to. I want to be that way. I want to be able to relate with people mm. that I'm working with, and um, and I want to be able to show other people that I am not just here doing the rah rah shit and telling everyone to go and Correct. fucking crush it and stuff. But then I'm yeah, just yeah. fucking around, yeah, making yeah. podcasts and sitting around <laughs> doing nothing. Like I want yeah. to go out and get myself out of my comfort zone as often yeah. as possible. Yeah. Do crazy shit. Doesn't not for the sake of like fucking, not for the sake of getting attention or not for the sake of it being crazy. Like genuinely to push myself. Last week, yeah. so just a quick bit about this marathon thing. I love running already, but I haven't been running anywhere near enough volume to do a marathon at all. We've been doing like five Ks. My girlfriend and I, Danielle, we've been doing a yeah. lot of interval stuff and just yeah. just for fun. Yeah. And um, I found out I needed knee surgery, but I've been able to run with this knee issue. Like I, it hurts after I run, but I can run. So yeah. I was like, <laughs> we'll worry about the pain after, but yeah. I was going to run for now. <laughs> and then this yeah. year, like I haven't been able to really challenge myself. Last year, I stepped in the ring and and did a pro fight for my first ever boxing Amazing. fight which is clearly out of my comfort zone. And then this year hasn't been really like that much that I've done really outside of my comfort zone. So um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out with no training, no tra marathon training anyway, go and run this marathon, test myself mentally and physically. I, I literally went out hoping to reach a point where I wanted to like to really reach a dark place. I was like, I want to get to this point where like... Ooh, David Goggins though. Yeah. I wanted to get to this point where I was like so uncomfortable that I had to work through it to get that yeah. feeling of like satisfaction of knowing I got so far out of my comfort zone, motivate other people not to go and run a marathon, but to get to do something outside of their comfort zone and, you know, to tick it off, to say I've run a marathon, to just to really challenge myself. And so I did it. And then that's something that I think is really important too, is saying something, saying you're going to do something and then doing it. So when I, when I came up with the idea, it was like Friday and I did it the following Thursday on the Friday, I was just like, fuck it. On Saturday, I told someone I was going to do it. And then I started telling another person, I told all my clients, <laughs> I was like, Hey, I'm, on Thursday, I'm going to run a marathon. So then I couldn't back out. A hundred percent. I was did like, you, oh, where did you, was it a, like professionally organized or you just did the case yourself? Nah, I just got the Strava app up and press go and, and had to stay within 5Ks of my house. So I ran up and back. So 10Ks, 10K round trip. And then on one of them had to run a little bit, like just ran a bit further on a couple of them to make up yeah. the extra, to, to run the marathon distance. What is and it, 32K? 42. 42. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah well good. done, man. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. You mentioned there earlier about some of the celebrities and influencers that you get the opportunity to work with. Yeah. Was that something that you chased? Was that something that landed on your lap? Was that something that just right place, right time? Was it because you'd built a brand and you were known for that? Early days, it wasn't. And it's never been so much about chasing celebrities or high profile, mm -hmm. people, high profile people. In the end of the day, I train everybody the same. Certain people require more discipline and fine tuning. Others don't, but the principles are all the same. Agreed. 
the reason I love working with higher profile, not so much higher profile, but more so athletes and people that take their training really seriously is because of that exact reason. I know yeah. that they're so driven. They're yeah. going to do everything I ask. They have very specific yeah. goals. It's not just mm. get, it's not just lose weight. It's fucking, I'm an AFL player and I Correct. want my first few steps to be much quicker or I want to be able to get a lot stronger in my hamstrings. I don't want to tear my hammy next year. So I need to build up my posterior chain. Like it's all this type of stuff. So early days, um, I was really lucky to meet and start training Michael Klim. Yep. Um, and him and I have become really good friends and I've been training him since about 2015, I think it was, or end of 2014. Um, and then the next one from there, I was really lucky to get asked to train Scott Pendlebury in, in um, the off season of the AFL. I did end up doing working with him for about three off seasons in a row and him and I became good friends and um, each year presented a different challenge. Like I think the first year he'd just had uh, shoulder reconstruction. The second year he'd had hip surgery and the third year there was something else. So like each year it was kind of like some specifics we had to work around yeah. which is good and then from then on i mean it's a bit of a flow on effect you start to pick up Absolutely. a few more because of that um but there was definitely like a lot that i reached out there's been so many clients that i've just reached out to with no worry about them saying no or being fear of rejection like yeah. um yeah. you know someone yeah. that i'm really good friends with now mitch orville mm. um he he had a big profile obviously at the time when the angry dad videos were quite large and someone had tagged me in one of his posts asking if he, he wanted some help with training or something like that. So I just sent him a DM on Instagram and said, Hey bro, I did, I'd never met him before. I was like, <laughs> Hey man, um, saw that you need some help. Would love to get your nutrition in order and your training come down, see me, let's get started as soon as you like. That's it. Um, I didn't say in return for a post. I didn't say I want yeah. money. I did it give for value. Free. I was like, give I'm going to give, give value. value. And straight yeah. away, he was like, oh, thanks, man. Um, I'll put up a post for you. I'm like, nah, bro. I actually said, no, don't put up a post. Wait for two to three months until we're in a full routine rhythm. Get to know each get other. Results. Yeah. Get results. And then if you're happy with your results, yeah, I'd love for you too. But if not, yeah. no no stress. That's fine. And I've never, I never ask any high profile yeah, or athletes to post for me ever. Not, not once have I ever done that. Um, if my result, if, if I'm good enough at what I do, they'll do it. They'll, Correct. Post. they'll, yeah. they'll talk yeah. about it. It's the same 100%. with any clients, whether they're profile yeah. or not. And then doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So he reached out and now we're really good friends and that's flowed on to other people. And then it's just, it's just a flow. And then you kind of get in certain circles and you meet new people. And Correct. even to this day, there's people that I still reach out to that I see that not because, like I said, not because they're high profile, but more so because I would like to work with them. I would yeah. like to help them. And I feel as though there's a gap in what they're doing. And I reckon I can fill that gap. And, yeah, nice. and I would love to just get to know them. Like I'd love mm. to try to learn from them, associate with them, you know, yeah. you're a product of, yeah. the, of your environment and the people you spend the most time with. So I try and Agreed. surround myself with people that I think um, are at the top of their field and mm. that are going to um, motivate and inspire me to do as well be better yeah, as well definitely, definitely. um and i yeah. love that love that love that and again i, I love the fact that it's, it's not about chasing or, or going after it. it's just about no. doing good work getting clients results get them results doesn't matter who they are mm. you get them results they'll keep turning up and if you're getting results they'll start sharing you it's like yeah matter. exactly right man it's like it's not even just you can do all the marketing. It's every business your book right you can do all the marketing you want all the facebook ads all the pr everything you want if the book's shit then no one's going to read it Correct. Doesn't matter how good your marketing is, yeah. but if yeah. your book's good, which it is, fantastic. Yeah. And I, someone like Thanks, myself, man. I read about it and then I go and tell someone about it because I'm like, fuck, this this really had an impact on me. And 
not because I'm trying to promote your book. I just talk about it because it's on of my course. mind. I'm thinking about it. Of course. The, the flow on effect is huge. So I think word of mouth is yeah. always going to be yeah. the best form of marketing. Um, so if you do Agreed. your job exceptionally well, then the yeah. marketing takes and, care of itself. It doesn't matter what your job is. Just get people results. I think that's the biggest thing there. Get mm. them results and be consistent. You know, yeah, keep yeah. tuning up daily, give great value, make it relatable, make sure there's something that they can take away from it and go yeah. and implement uh, and, and yeah, just get them fucking results. I love yeah. that. But what would you say your top three habits, Danny, to getting you in shape on point mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, everything we say your top three habits that you do daily. Um, habits. I don't know how specific you want it to be, but like, I think morning routine for me is massive. It doesn't have to be morning. It doesn't have to be specific to what I do. It doesn't have to be anything in particular, but for me, it's just set in stone and it just sets me up for a great day now. So I, I get up in the morning. I usually do a quick prayer first. I then um, hydrate. I do a cold shower. Um, after the cold shower, I'll then meditate for about 20 minutes now. And then I'll do some journaling. So I'll, I'll do some like, I'll do a gratitude list, my daily goals, um, have a coffee and then I'm out the door. And this is all like before I've left for work and I feel yeah. productive already. I haven't even really done anything yet, but I'm set up. I know exactly what I want to achieve out of the day. Yeah, I find that so significantly important. Um, the other habit, I think, you know, in terms of talking about getting in shape and being at your best, I think nutritionist has to be in that conversation. Mm. So I'm, yeah. I'm always aware I'm by no means am I ridiculously strict. Like this morning I had an egg and bacon McMuffin, but <laughs> it's not about what you're eating. It's just knowing your numbers, like any successful Correct. business owner, you need to know your numbers. So majority of my food is coming from nutrient dense food, whole, like whole food, stuff like that. But I know my numbers. I know each day that regardless of what I've eaten for that day, I've had this amount and I've reached this amount of protein and I can accurately track whether or not I'm moving in the right direction that I want Correct. to be. And if I'm not, yeah. it's as simple as changing my numbers and then I go from there. So that's really important. And then the third habit, I guess, is, is just enjoying the style of training I'm doing and enjoying the company. Like, there's more than three. I literally have like increased every single thing that you've asked me, but enjoying the style of training that I'm doing, um, I think is a big thing that a lot of people don't do is that like they follow whatever's popular or whatever they think mm. they need to do, even though mm. they hate it. It's just not consistent. I mean, it's just yeah. not sustainable. Yeah. So I, I enjoy what I do. And then the third thing is that I am really trying to just surround myself with people that are, that are going to bring me up people that I want to be around. Like I, I'm really, I'm really adamant about um, like valuing my time. So yeah. the people I spend time with or the, the, the tasks or the things that I spend my time on has to be of, of value. Yeah, definitely. Value now, like yeah. not much or whatever. And it just kind of, it is a bit of a waste of time. Absolutely. But majority of the time I, I'm, I'm really kind of just, um, yeah, valuing We're my mindful time. mindful of that. Yeah, you have to yeah. be, man. You have to be. Like Again, we all know there's, we've only got a certain amount of time in a day. And, mm. you know, if you, if you want to make the most of it with the, with the, with the best possible people, uh, then you need to be real on top of that. Um, do you remember a moment for you as we sort of start to, to wrap it up? Do you remember if there was a moment for you when you were like, shit, like this is real now? It's, it's literally, I mean, there's been a few of them. The first one was, um, yeah, and, and Scott Penelope is someone that I, um, really admire as an athlete and stuff as well. Like I just think he's one of the most professional people that you'll ever meet. And um, uh, uh, yeah, I thought it was, he was like just an unbelievable footballer and someone that I watched growing up. 
And I remember the day that I got a text message from him. It was like, I went home from, for Christmas from Horsham in Victoria. And yeah. I was at home and I was going to stay home for two weeks. I'd been home for like, I'd been home for two days. I get this message and it, cause I, I, I knew his wife, I'd met her in the gym and she was okay. a nutritionist. So we talked about nutrition a lot and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I get this text message saying, Hey mate, it's Scott Penderbury here. Um, just wondering if you're able to train me tomorrow. Um, blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, Holy fuck. I've just got this text message from Scott Penderbury. And then, uh, and then, um, and I was like, yeah, man, no worries. I'll see you there then. And then like, like I said, I was going to go home for like two weeks and the next morning I was like, got up and drove back Packed to Melbourne Yeah, yeah. and I'd been yeah. in Melbourne the whole time. And, um, <laughs> so that was awesome. And then, um, I don't really, yeah, I still feel like I'm not there. I still feel like I'm not where I want to be, but there's been some really cool things. Like, I mean, recently with this ovarian cancer, um, campaign i did this with um with uh, in alignment with bonds and um and um a few other brands i one of the shots was with um steph miller or steph claire smith and uh and laura henshaw and mm-hmm. there was like 15 billboards around the country and like just driving along and seeing this huge billboard of me i was just like this is just pretty surreal like never i never thought i'd be living in melbourne let alone like seeing something like this which was just a really cool experience yeah. and um yeah other than that man i, I don't know there's just some really really cool i pinch myself all the time like i try and keep myself really grateful and and humbled into like what i'm able to do every day like every morning i'm like fuck i'm literally living in melbourne about to go and train people for a living and i get to go and talk and talk to thousands of people on a podcast and it's just crazy it's just like it's yeah it's awesome good 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 i I love that about you is it's always one thing i've respected is how grounded and how how honest and just humble and transparent you are it's like this is how it is like you said i just had an egg and bacon muffin yeah like for some people that were listening to this like oh my god that's danny kennedy and he just said that he had an egg (laughs) and bacon muffin you know what i mean like it's got to be real and relatable there's so much that it's not it's so much like it's just a picture that's painted online correct of what your life is and it couldn't be further from the truth so i don't i don't care like i tell my clients that you know hey um it's friday it's a friday or whatever and I'm going to go for a few drinks and I, or yeah. whatever. Like it's, it should be like, that's uh, real. Like that's what life is. Yeah. And I want them that's, to know that they can do that too. Correct, it's not like correct. I'm, I'm not, no, Anything I'm far different. from perfect. Yeah. yeah. yeah I want yeah, to be able good. to show people that they can still live their life in the way they want to and still see results. It doesn't have it's to be one or it doesn't have to be one or the other. It's not yeah, a choice to one or the other. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Uh, last question. What's, what's one thing that, you know, someone has ever said to you or you've heard yep. or, or something that's really stuck with you whether it's like a motivational thing or something that you just draw back on or something that's in your mind, probably that thing that's coming up right now. So what, what is there something that someone said to you? Um, something that someone said to me. Not, it's, you know, not, not really to be honest. It's not like a specific thing. Like something I've actually got tattooed on my, on my arm is that those who endure will conquer. Um, I just think that's, it, that's so so true i mean like those that just hang like you, you just have to be willing to put in the work you have to be willing to lose you have to be willing to for people to say no you have to be willing to go through the good and the bad and if you're that person that sticks around that just can that stays persistent and is consistent with what their their goal is and um and just doesn't like give up like i just i just find such value in in being able to adapt and just and just work hard and like not look for excuses and, and yeah. just, just keep pushing through. So yeah, that one, 
I'm not too sure exactly in terms of like, yeah, what, what someone said to him, but that's that's something that I, I really try and live yeah. by, yeah. Well, you, you, I'm sure you read that somewhere or you saw it somewhere. I definitely didn't fucking make it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll just claim it. We'll say yeah. it. <laughs> just claim it. Um, but no, man, like that's awesome. And again, I really appreciate your time. It's been a great insight for me, even myself. Um, and, and I'm glad we didn't just talk all about like how to do push-ups and how to do all Sorry, so am I. And, yeah. yeah, you know, no, was good. I really enjoyed that. it. I wanted to be something different for the listeners as well. For everyone else out there who maybe hasn't heard of you yet yep. or wants to, where's the best spot for them to connect? Uh, through my podcast, which is called the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. It's on Spotify and iTunes. Um, and then probably just through my Instagram, which is just at DJK Fitness. Um, you know, you'll find links to like my email list and stuff through those platforms awesome. anyway. But yeah, regular content. And I try and put out the best information that I can. So yeah, I'm yeah. sure there's something yeah, there for call. everyone. I'll make sure I put all that stuff in the show notes as well for everyone to I appreciate it, man. To. I appreciate um, you having me on and um, nah. hopefully everybody that's tuned in has taken something away from absolutely, today's show. Absolutely. Uh, definitely, definitely. Now, man, again, I really appreciate your time. Uh, I'll let you get out there and, and crush it for the rest of this beautiful, sunny Melbourne day. It is very nice. Um, yeah, definitely. And for those of you out there as well, take care. Thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you for joining us on that episode. What an incredible one it was. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Remember, make today count and be great.